You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. Game week 28 in the books. And I should have captained Kai Havertz. Twenty-eight in the books. Another double game week down. Another big double game week coming up in game week twenty-nine. We're gonna blitz through game week twenty-eight and then get into game week twenty-nine as quickly and as swiftly as possible. Best captaincy choices was actually Matty Cash. Matty Cash with twenty-nine points after the two double game weeks. Double digit hauls in both games. Against Southampton, eleven points. Against Leeds, eighteen points. Goal, assist, clean sheet. That is what you want to see from your defender. That is why you go for premium attacking defenders. That's what they do. Now, keep in mind, I do not think that Matikash is a premium. I'm just saying, that's what you're looking for. So when you pay 5.1 and above for a fullback, that's typically what you want. Now, again, understandably, Aston Villa isn't gonna do all that all the time, but this was something we expected from Luca Dean. Had COVID the first game, could could easily have given us double digit um, returns as well, Luca Dean, but really, um, missed the first game I came back with only a clean sheet. Final thing I want to mention on Luca Dean, the only Aston Villa defender over this double game week that did not have any attacking returns. Quite frustrating for those who owned Luca Dean. So if you had anyone else, literally Matty Cash, Tyrone Mings, Callum Chambers, you'd have had an attacking return of some kind in addition to the clean sheet points. But it is what it is. Best um, player to have captained or best player to have had this game week ended up being Matty Cash. Followed by closely Kai Havertz. Very, very popular, especially in the FPL community as to people who wanted to captain him. Someone like me didn't captain him because of the last time out where he um, blanked. And uh, I just it was just a cautionary tale. And I didn't go for it for that reason. Instead went for Rich James, who could easily have outperformed him if not for his injury, unfortunately. So Rhys James is injured once again. He was my captain, as I talked about in the previous podcast, Chelsea Defenders was the way to go. And when Rich James, he was my captain and he produced the goods. 18 points, goal, assist, clean sheet. Again, that's what we look for from defenders, especially when they're premium and especially when you lose points to get them. So that's kind of what I was thinking. I would have, I would definitely have gone Matty Cash if I didn't have Dean already, but I already had Dean. So there was no point I was going to trade out Dean to Cash. Well, obviously to hindsight is twenty twenty. Coutinho was the other better captain at 7.4. Wonderful, wonderful return. 23 points in a double game week. Quite nice. Um, and of course, Danny Ings as well. Like literally could have gone in a bunch of places with Aston Villa and would have given you nice returns. Danny Ings had nice returns. Callum Chambers, 20 points. Coutinho, 23 points. Just a great game in general. Now, Chelsea, of course, did show up as well as expected. James, 18 out of, in one game, was amazing. It was on, it was on course to get 20 plus. But then, of course, got the injury. Chalabar got 17. Mason Mount got 16. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne had 18, of course, with a um, you know, defeat of Manchester United. And Ivan Tony with a hat-trick over at Norwich. Norwich now just conceding a bunch of goals. So Norwich-like approach fully back in the game. All right, let's blitz through game 28. And then we'll get into who we should captain and who we should purchase game 29. Leicester won Leeds nil. Um, new <laughs> Leeds manager. Didn't have any new manager mounts. Javi Barnes with the goal. Natural with the assist in that one. Nothing else to see really other than Jamie Vardy getting injured once again. Quite unfortunate, but um, there you go. Keep in mind, uh, only thing I want to mention at uh, Leicester, they do not have any more blanks going forward. Um, for those who blanking game with 30, Leicester is not one of them. 
they also have three fixtures to reschedule. So that is an interesting one. Keep an eye out for Leicester players. Um, it's going to be an interesting set of double game weeks. They're going to have three double game weeks going forward. And I think Harvey Bond is the one at 6.5. Uh, Madison just can't help himself to stay in fit. And Vardy um, is also now injured. So Harvey Barnes might be the one 6.5 to watch for. Other thing to notice, uh, Amate 3.9. Keep an eye out on him. I'm not sure what's going up in their defense, if he loses his place or not. But if he does not lose his place, 3.9 is an enabler price for someone who is going to have three double game weeks to come. So keep an eye out for Amate from Leicester. Aston Villa 4, Southampton nil. Watkins, Douglas Louise, Danny Ings, and Coutinho scoring. Um, so many different <laughs> goals, options for Aston Villa. The scoring, what, three goals or more back-to-back games, just amazing from Aston Villa. On the assist side, Danny Ings with two assists, Matty Cash with an assist, and Coutinho with an assist. Uh, three bonus points went to Danny Ings, and then Matty Cash, and then two to Coutinho as well in that game. Um, nothing else to see from Southampton. I think their previous great form is now pretty much over. So if you have Broja, or Shea Adams, I think you might be ready to move on. Um, I think it was just a quick blip. You know, they pick up form and then they're right back at losing once again. They do blank in game with 30 though, and they play Watford next in game with 29. Burnley nil, Chelsea four. This was my game, of course. My captain showed up in Reese James. Goal, assist, clean sheets. Havertz with two goals, Pulisic with a goal, and on the assist column, Pulisic with an assist, James with an assist, Chalaba with an assist, and Saul. Uh, Ninguez with an assist as well who was playing the left wing back role that was just the only interesting thing there for me so Chalobah with two attacking returns in both games 10 points in the Burnley game and of course at Norwich with a goal as well Newcastle 2 Brighton 1 goals from Ryan Fraser and Fabian Shaw um, so those were the two goals for Newcastle just probably the best team right now in terms of form I believe in the last seven games they've won six or something like that so Newcastle are fully on it uh, Brighton on the other hand are also starting to slump their only goal was scored by Dunk and I wish he just didn't just let me have that clean sheet man I had the brave guy in goal I could easily have just taken that clean sheet and ran, with it with it, ran away with it but uh, Dunk had to remove it from me the assist from Gross and of course on the Newcastle side Fraser and Murphy Norwich won, Brentford three, of course. Tony with the hat-trick in that one. Pookie scoring. He just finds a way to score despite playing for a really bad team. I don't, something about Pookie, man. He just finds a way to score. Eight goals on the season, priced at 5.8. Norwich play leads next, um, and they do blank in game with 30. So just something to keep an eye on. Brentford, on the other hand, do not blank in game with 30. They play Leicester next. They do not have less. This is, of course, talking about Brentford. No more double game weeks for Brentford at all the rest of the season. The cool thing also is that they do not blank at all going forward. So if you want to test out Ivan Tony 6.5, maybe looking for a replacement for Broja or Shea Adams, might be someone to look at. Wolves nil, Crystal Palace 2. Zaha scoring and Mateta scoring assists from Schlupp. And that was that in that game. So Wolves lost 1-1-1 one, one, one in their double game week. Liverpool won, West Ham nil. The only goal from Sadio Mane. And the assist from Alexander-Arnold. Salah missed an early chance, could easily have given Alexander-Arnold another assist. So Trent, still a monster in the game. Just, I've, again, I've talked about this already. Never seen a defender price this highly. 8.5 Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, but still, it is what it is. Liverpool have a double game week in game week 29 and then blank in game week 30 though. So that's the only thing to keep an eye out on. And as a result of that blank in game week 30, they have a double game week against Manchester United to be rescheduled later. So if you're looking out or a place to go, I think Trent is <laughs> certainly a place to look at. 8.5, uh, especially for captaincy, something to think about. On the West Ham side, Bowen got injured, which was quite unfortunate. Um, so if you have Bowen, 
he might be out about two weeks, I think is what the news says at this time. Or maybe I might be wrong. I may have seen that as someone else's um, injury. But anyways, Jared Bowen is out for the next couple of game weeks. He did not play in the Sevilla game. And so that's part of, um, of course, their thin squad over at West Ham. And it's just unfortunate. He had a scan and thankfully it was not as bad as initially feared. So that was the good news front over at West Ham. But he will certainly miss some time um, for West Ham. Just a pity considering they've been having a really, really good game week. Oh yes, here we go. So there's no clear return date, but it's just that the scans look good. So we'll find out soon enough. I'm not sure where I got two weeks from. Anyways, <laughs> um, Watford to Arsenal three. Sissoko with a goal and Kuchko with a wonderful bicycle kick. Um, he also had an assist along as well as Femenia. So Kuchko with a wonder goal and an assist. And of course in the Wolves game, unfortunately had the own goal, but we'll come back to that somewhat later. On the Arsenal side, Saka with a goal and an assist. Martinelli with a goal, Odega with a goal, and Lacazette with two assists. Talked about Lacazette previously. I think he's the one in terms of assists, or at least in terms of contributions to goals. The stats indicate he should be scoring more than he has, of course. But despite not scoring, he has now in four games straight provided an assist of some kind. So that is Alexander Lacazette, 8.3. Heavily priced, of course, but still should be scoring more. The stats suggest he's... Keep in mind... This is someone who has scored eight points in the last game, of course, against Watford. Five in game week 26. Actually, sorry, 10 because of the double game week for Arsenal. And of course, five in game week 24 when they last played before that. So really hasn't blanked in the last three game weeks while playing for Arsenal. And that's across four games. So for someone like that to still have more room to score more, you might want to consider it. Keep in mind, they play double game week. Leicester and Liverpool in game week 29. Aston Villa in game week 30. Crystal Palace in game week 31. And two double game weeks to still schedule later. Of course, one of them being Tottenham and the other being Chelsea. But still, Arsenal do not blank any time going forward. So if you want to invest in Arsenal assets, if you already have Saka, you might want to punt on Lacazette. Strikers are not scoring anyways other than Kane. Manchester City 4, Manchester United 1. We already talked about Kevin De Bruyne, but the other person to talk about, Mares, two goals as well, 8.7. He's also on penalties, if you remember. So Mares could be the one, 14 points over at Manchester United. Manchester City play Crystal Palace next. They blank in game week 30, of course. But after that, they've got Liverpool in game week 32, which is going to be a cracker. Uh, and that's the 10th of April. But after that, really everyone else is clearly beatable from a Manchester City perspective. Uh, assists, Gondowan, Kevin De Bruyne, of course, and Bernardo Silva. Over at Manchester United, Sancho. 8.9 scored for Manchester United. So starting to pick up some form. He's now got two goals, two assists over the last five games uh, in the Premier League for Manchester United. So not too bad, not too shabby for a team that's not performing at their best from Jadon Sancho. Next game of the game, we already talked about him a little bit. Harry Kane, two goals. Actually, let me start again. Spurs, five, Everton, nil. Harry Kane with two goals. Um, Son with a goal, Regulon with a goal. And on the assist column, Doherty, Kulusevsky with two, and Sessegnon with an assist as well. Going to quickly mention Kulusevsky, 6.1. He is also playing very, very well. Two goals and three assists over the last four games, Kulusevsky. Um, ever since he's been bought, and the moment he started playing more than 60 minutes, still looking very sharp, playing very well. They play Manchester United and Brighton as a double game week in game week 29. So that is Dejan Kulusevsky, 6.1. If you're not going to get Son, Kulusevsky could be the one. If you are going to combine them at his price range, I don't think that, that many players are performing quite well. Conor Gallagher would be the only one in my mind 
but he is 6.2 and plays Manchester City next and then blanks in game 30. Can't really think of that many midfielders that are performing at the same level priced at 6.2. Of course, I've already talked about Harvey Bounds at 6.5, but still that's a 0.4 difference between Kulisevsky at 6.1 compared to uh, 6.5 for Harvey Bounds. So there's a distance there. Norwich 1, Chelsea 3. Goals from Mount, Havertz and Chalabar. The assist, Kante, Mount and Havertz. Havertz really, um, man, I, I look back on it and I'm like, I would have gotten Havertz if I didn't get James. But the problem was I just didn't trust him simply because of that blank he had done earlier in the season. And I just couldn't see myself taking that hit for Havertz just to punk me at the end. I feel like I would just be so livid at myself and laugh at all the others who are like, he did it before, why is he going to do it again? But anyways, Havertz came through 7.8. Now they play Newcastle next. And as you know, if you're a Chelsea fan, Newcastle find a way to show up against Chelsea. So hopefully um, Newcastle do the business, show up and maybe spoil the party for Chelsea. I don't know. Keep in mind, of course, Chelsea are going through a bit of a rough patch with uh, Abramovich, but um, we wish them all the best as they navigate um, the scenario. Game 30, of course, Chelsea do blank. So something to keep in mind. But after that, the only tough game they've got left actually tough two games would be Arsenal and Manchester United. I'm still going to give Manchester United some respect because it's still a relatively big club. Um, Puki still scoring, just finds a way, man. And Luis Melu with the assist from Norwich side. Southampton with the second loss in the double game week. Armstrong scoring first. El Yunusi with the assist. I really wish it was Broja because I felt like he headed it onto Broja's head and then he went over. But again, it's fine. Uh, El, El Nusi's intended header doesn't matter who it hits because it just fell to Armstrong anyways. Newcastle side, Chris Wood finally scoring since joining Newcastle. Happy for him. And Bruno Gramarech with a wonderful cheeky back heel into the net. Uh, assist side, Dan Byrne and John Shelby with the assist. Wolves four, Watford nil, Jimenez, Neves and Podence with the goals. And of course, the own goal from Kuchko. Aitnuri Huang and Chiquinho with the assist. Um... Nothing else to see here other than Jimenez scoring again. So great to see him scoring once again. Hadn't scored in, I believe, four or five games or something like that. So finally scoring. Great, great, great. Um, of course, they do have games in Game Week 29 and Game Week 30. They play Everton next, who have looked very, very poor. And, of course, Leeds, who have now lost back-to-back -back games despite having a new manager. This is one of the reasons why I think they should have just kept Bielsa. I think Bielsa was probably better for Leeds and the style of play that they have. And now with the fixtures looking easy, I think Leeds will have picked up more points and Jesse Mike. But again, could be wrong. Doesn't really matter. We're never going to get to see it. So we'll never know. Last game of the double game week. Leeds nil, Aston Villa three. Already talked about Leeds. Didn't look very good, but Aston Villa look sharp, especially Coutinho. Scored again, cash with the goal and Chambers with a brilliant goal. I think it was the best. His goal was the best of all of them in this game. So go on, go check it out. Feel free. On the assist side, Tyrone Mings with an assist, cash with an assist and Danny Ings with an assist. So Aston Villa starting to look very, very good. We go over to game week 29. The big one, Liverpool with a double game week. One against Brighton and against Arsenal, of course. That brings in Mohamed Salah as an obvious captaincy choice. You've also got Trent Alexander-Arnold. But you could also consider Robertson if you're a Maverick. And of course, there's also punts at Jota and Mane. Keep in mind, Liverpool currently have the three top scorers in the Premier League. Salah. Jota and Mane in that order in the Premier League. So Liverpool are shooting with regularity and they've now also brought in Luis Diaz, who also looks very, very dangerous. 
the other options, of course, you've got Arsenal, who, who do have a double game week, one against Leicester, who previously looked poor defensively, but are starting to look a little bit better. But still, Arsenal, of course, you've got Saka being the obvious choice, but you could also consider Lacazette, Martinelli, Odegaard as a backup option of just someone to bring in, but I don't think you captain him. I think if you're thinking about captaincy options, obviously Saka is the only one in my mind that I would recommend. But at this stretch, you could go Lacazette. I think there's a penalty in one of these two games. And then, of course, Spurs. Spurs play Brighton and Manchester United, both away games. If you remember, Spurs typically show up in the big games. They already did this at Manchester City where they beat City at home. And now they're going to Old Trafford. I think Spurs travel well. I think they show up at United because United now have to go for the points. They have to go for it. And Spurs play very well on the counter. So without needing to break United down, I think Spurs win this one. I think you want to go for one of Son or Kulusevsky. But personally, I'm going to captain Harry Kane. I think he's the one here. I think the United game is one of those places where he shows up and scores a bunch of goals. He is currently statistically looking very, very sharp in terms of assist potential into the scoring potential. His teammates finishing has been letting him down. Harry Kane could easily have significantly more assists if his teammates were Harry Kane. So unfortunately, there can only be one Harry Kane providing and scoring. So thankfully, Spurs have not been running away with, with scoring. But really, I think Harry Kane is probably the one to go for if you will not go Salah. Um, so that's kind of where my mind is at. Of course, you can bring in Son. You can also go at a stretch Doherty, that's if you're a maverick and you just want to catch up by any means necessary. I think Doherty might be the one, but I think that's a big, big stretch. Um, Of course, teams that also have double game weeks, Newcastle have a double game week. They play Chelsea and Everton. The only reason you would look at Newcastle at all, for whatever reason, is simply because of that Everton game. I think Everton have just looked so poor, so abysmal. I wouldn't recommend it at all. I have Dubravka and I'm only going to leave him in there because that is my preferred goalkeeper ahead of Watford playing Southampton. But still, I do not think you should captain anybody at Newcastle. So the captaincy options really, Salah, Kane and Saka. I think those are the top three. Anybody else is a punt. Um, and of course, feel free to do as you like. It's a free world after all. And I hope you enjoy the double game week in game week 29. Keep in mind, after game week 29, there will be eight games left across the game week 31 to game week 38. You are now officially fully, you know, playing the end game. If you haven't used your chips, get ready for using them. There's a big double game week in, I believe, game week 36. There's expected to be a double game week in 33 as well. So get ready to use your chips if you haven't already. If you're planning to use a wild card, there's a good time to use it in the international break in March. That comes after game week 30. So between game week 30 and game week 31, there's an international break you may want to plan your double game week. So your, your wild card around that. And of course, if you're going to free hit, there is a blank game week in game week 30 as well, where only four games are going to hold. Wolves against Leeds, Aston Villa against Arsenal, Leicester against Brentford and Spurs against West Ham. That could be a good place because a bunch of people may not have players to play, especially if you've loaded up on Liverpool um, in this double game week. But the smart move in this game week especially would be to potentially load up on Arsenal and Spurs players with the expectation that you do not need to use your chip in game week 30. Whatever chips you then want to use in a bigger double game week, bench boost, triple captain, of course you can then play them later. But that's kind of my thoughts. Anyways, for me, I've started climbing the ranks, now firmly around 100K, 
finally, first time this season, a great time to obviously be rising up the ranks. But again, close out the game with strong, close out your season very strong. And I wish you a green arrow in game week 29. Goodbye.